0: Welcome to Beyond the A, where our mission is to destigmatize the topic of anxiety in the legal profession by providing an open, non-judgmental platform for conversation and by fostering a supportive community. I'm so pleased to have Sherry Wang, a co-founder of Beyond the A and a securities regulatory lawyer at Osler in Toronto, with us today to share her stories with anxiety and how it impacts her life and practice. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Sherry.
1: Thank you, Amelia. I really appreciate the time here. So very excited
0: to uh, share my humble stories. So let's get started. My very first question for you is, do you think that anxiety exists in the legal profession?
1: So absolutely, anxiety exists in in our legal profession. I think a lot of us can relate to my personal story. I am a first generation immigrant and the first of my family to go through law school. So with that background growing up you're pretty much used to situations where you don't know how things work and really have to start from scratch a lot of the times but law school was a beast of itself like not only did you have to quickly learn how things worked you're also amongst peers that are well equipped with what's considered common sense in law and basically ready to go so like of course all of us going into law have some degree of type a personality and it just felt crushing feeling that you may be failing already because you're not excelling or getting that big law summer or volunteering enough um, and so on like i remember i binge ate quite a lot chips was definitely a, a, a vice i relate really- uh, yeah <laughs> i spent many late nights with law school buddies over the phone not studying but just because we couldn't sleep before the exam like for me expressing what i was going through helped a lot with coping with anxiety during law school And that community was not really accessible once I started articling because I articled in a different city than where my law school and most of my legal connections were. So there's very few of us from the University of Calgary here in Toronto. And like that dependency in terms of having a community and being able to share what I was going through and all the stresses, et cetera, just didn't appear to be available in Toronto to me at the time. Mm -hmm. and so I stopped sharing the stress built up like through articling through personal circumstances and anxiety got to me and I remember being approached by Stephen co-founder of Beyond the A around I would say five six months into my articling period where he was like hey we got to start this initiative of Beyond the A and I'm like so what is it about he's like anxiety and I'm like that's exactly what I need right now, because I actually need a community. And and it started because I knew Stephen from law school. He was an associate at the time. And we became quick friends through our engagements in law school. And it it just felt very natural to express the experiences that I was going through with him and with the other people that ended up joining the organization, which included Josh, who is also another co-founder of ours. And that's, really important to me because the community aspect is how I cope with my anxiety and maintaining that community through beyond the A or initiating have or building my own community is is how I cope with my anxiety and that's how or and why I feel anxiety is very is a very important topic more in the sense that I need a community and that's my way of dealing with it on a personal level benefit a lot from having that community as well.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much, Sherry, for sharing that. So what have you and your peers in your community done specifically to help each other overcome anxiety? And what have you done personally as well? Is there anything you've done like outside of the community to help yourself overcome stresses and anxieties of life as well?
1: Absolutely. So I can probably point to a pretty poor personal story. So again, this was during my articles where I was kind of holding myself up in terms of not engaging with people because I was, most of my legal connections were in Calgary. My family, which were in a different country at the time, had a big issue that acquired almost all of my attention and potentially needed me to go back and address it. So like this was coinciding with the crucial time during my articles where you're picking up pace in terms of what you can deliver as a student. And because the matter was like very personal, I didn't wanna to talk to anybody at work about it. Mm-hmm. And and it was kind of difficult to talk with people who weren't speaking with you for a while, because like it's been five months or at least seven months since law school ended. All of your friends were in Calgary. Like you're not speaking or engaging in the same circumstances on a daily basis. Like how do you approach this random issue with them out of the blue? So I remember scrolling through my phone and not finding a single person that I felt comfortable speaking with the issue, like about the issue. I started losing sleep. My attitude changed when I was with my friends, like a close friend actually called me out on being very bitter (laughs) at one of our social events. And, and I was like having an argument with them. It's like, you don't understand, (laughs) but like really not breaching, going over to like why, what I was going through. Mm -hmm. So I really felt trapped and strangled with the circumstance. It's like suffocated in the sense that you don't really know how to express that. And at the same time, who do you express it to? So It trickled down to mood changes. I probably developed an allergy of some sort because I went to work one day with like a swollen eye that I couldn't even put my glasses on (laughs) at the time. My friends at work were like, what what is going on? Are you okay? And I remember I started to try to breach the topic by reaching out to a friend in Calgary just over the phone. Mm -hmm. It, It was more like, you know, hey, how's it going? Very casual. And then I tried to kind of point to an issue, you know, like the story about so-and-so. I'm like, I'm speaking about a friend of a friend that had this issue. <laughs> I'm trying to hide that this is a personal circumstance right. and trying to get their feedback. And then because like you don't want it to be too personal, but at the same time, you kind of feel like you need to express it. I felt like I needed to express it and i remember she was very open about her experience she's like oh like i can i can relate to that like here's an issue and that i went through and here's how i dealt with it and i'm sure she understood where i was coming from that it was actually a personal issue so that really gave me a lot of confidence in terms of being able to reinitiate conversations with other people so like i started speaking with people outside of law friends on an informal basis, like very briefly, and then kind of probing the ones where I felt like they have an appetite for what I wanted to talk to them about. And then you realize that there's overwhelming support for you out there. And with that, you should feel comfortable to tell them about your circumstance and be comfortable in expressing what you're going through. But if you don't say anything, they don't know what's going on on your part, and they can't help you. So, as I spoke more and more and more with the various different people, and people started to kind of come to me in terms of supporting me and saying, It's not like it's not the end of the world, you can think about it ABC different types of ways, etc. Like, my circumstances and my emotions changed. Like, I was happier, I felt supported. I didn't feel as stressed. And then the situation resolved itself over time as well. like It just kind of played out. So at least for me, I think the most important thing is being willing to express yourself. And a lot of times there is a certain degree of pride behind it Mm -hmm. because you don't want other people to know that you're struggling. Like we're all type A personalities, Even if like on the facade, you look like a well-packaged situation, A lot of times there's a lot of things going on in the background and you don't necessarily feel like open or comfortable sharing that with other people, but having that community or having a safe set of friends and family where you can reach out to that are backing you. And I think the first step is really to feel that they are on your side because it can be a lot of times where you go into it with the impression that they want you to succeed. And that's the impression because like, you're, oh, you're the first lawyer in the family. (laughs) Like we can rely on you, right? Like you're a reliable person. Like you've got it down. You're excelling in life, et cetera, from an outside perspective. So those expectations sometimes push you into a corner where you're like, I don't feel comfortable saying that I'm actually suffering and I'm actually not excelling and I'm actually having a lot of troubles with myself. So I, I think that's really how I break through these circumstances is, I'm very fortunate to have a good set of friends, and I think a lot of us do. It's just that we don't feel comfortable reaching out to them to initiate these conversations. And you would be surprised pleasantly that there's a lot more support for you out there if you're willing to express and reach out. A lot of times it's kind of going through the personal mental hurdle before you can actually reach out to that community.
0: Yeah. Thanks for sharing. So would that be like advice you would give to law students and lawyers who are struggling with mental health to reach out to others and to open themselves up to share their stories and hopefully receive encouragement from supportive loved ones? Yes,
1: in terms of this would be the advice that I would give. And two is, I'm not saying to go out and speak with everybody because you don't really know the set of friends or the set of circumstances this person is in. Maybe they don't want to express it. Maybe it's a very personal issue that they don't want to perpetuate, etc. But I do feel like we're in need. You should reach out if not to a psychologist or somebody neutral that's able to listen. It's not really seeking for affirmation or support. I think the act of expressing yourself and putting it succinctly out to other people so that they can understand you is already healing in in the sense that you're analyzing it as you speak about it. You're organizing it in a logical way so that other people can understand it. And then sometimes your emotions get in the way when you're internally processing it and it doesn't, like your emotions are not rational. And so you're reacting on irrational things. So just by really speaking about it, you're rationalizing it and therefore it helps you kind of process it more than holding it up and having everything in your head.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you think we can do to shift the conversation and culture onto anxiety and mental health in the legal profession? I think personally
1: for me is, is the community piece is, is huge. I would say not everyone's on board or not everyone's comfortable about speaking about their personal circumstances or about the anxiety that they're personally experiencing, et cetera. But that's kind of what we're trying to do at beyond the A is really to provide for those platforms, Having people share their candid stories and be comfortable to really share those stories themselves and pull people into this conversation so that when you're talking about mental health, the first well, the the reaction is not really, okay, it's your own issue, you got it, you got this, you can you can go through it. but really coming at it from more of an empathetic perspective and say, everyone's going through a difficult situation. Sometimes it's a very personal situation and you can only do like go through it yourself. But if you want to talk or we're here to listen and don't feel isolated about the situation, because isolation is the thing that really breeds negative circumstances later on. So I think that's really what we're trying to do at Beyond the A. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's probably the primary reason that I'm involved with the, with the initiative.
0: Yeah, for sure. Do you foresee in the coming years, if there is any way we can kind of increase the conversations about anxiety, like towards normalizing this conversation, but do you think there's anything else we can also do in order to make employers and everyone in the legal profession more aware of this issue? I think COVID has been really a tipping point for that conversation because
1: it's more of a neutral experience so that everyone is going through the same thing and you know the social segregation aspect of not being able to socialize being held at at home for everyone for a lot of people being in constant lockdowns etc so i think employers are already coming around to understanding that aspect that you know a lot of things can cause anxiety and, and there's there there is better support required for people not feeling isolated in the workplace or Due to their own circumstances, etc. Um, I think what we can do better would be to maintain it because as we go and open up and go back to the offices, a lot of the old trends tend to start resurfacing again. Either you know, um, stressing stress over timelines, etc. It might be better um, because you have partial work from home, depending on the offices, or like there is a bit of a buffer between the home and the, the domestic situation and, and the office situation. But we tend to kind of go back to our own ways. So I would say continuously making sure that this is a topic that we think about, um, which is what we do at Beyond the A, and then maintaining that community, which is also what we do at Beyond the A. It's coming out to be a pitch, but I'm really trying to, I really do believe in this initiative, so yeah.
0: Yes, for sure. I think also on social media, since all of us are on, it definitely helps when we convey that message of the importance of expressing your personal experiences with anxiety and mental health. Well, thank you so much, Sherry, for sharing your story with us. And thanks to everyone for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on social media at beyondthea.co and on streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts for more of our content surrounding mental health and the legal profession.